Welcome to our podcast. Do you love it? I'm Des Andrew, joined by my co-host, Devin DKC. What's up, Devin? Hey, boo. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, <laughs> girl. We got a week off last week, so I'm refreshed. Yes. I'm ready. My voice is prepped. La, 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 la. And I'm ready. <laughs> As you should. How are you doing? Are you in school yet or are you waiting for it? Is I'm it waiting is it for it. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm waiting for it, uh, but I have not started school yet. Um, I just got my timetables, they call them, okay. over here in Europe, um, okay. but my schedule. Uh-huh. And um, classes start on Monday, so oh, sure. that'll be fun. Are you going to do any like yeah. end of summer festivities? Are you going to do like do a big old binger or like go somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> One last well, rager? I guess. I kind of did a little bit of a binger this weekend, which it was like me and my friends. Uh, hey, Carissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just kind of wanted a weekend where we just like stay in, watch Netflix, drink mimosas, mm. eat food. Yes. So I literally got like 13 bottles of champagne. Oh, she came over Saturday. We drank like half the bottles. Uh-huh. We hung out for like hours and then we had leftover champagne. So she's like, I'll be back tomorrow. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she two. came over Sunday and we did the same exact thing. I made mm-hmm. us like Sunday dinner and um, we had a good time. So yeah. that was fun. That sounds like a good time. My gosh. Especially like Sunday fun day. Like they're made mm-hmm. for mimosas, aren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, every day is kind of made for mimosas. <laughs> Okay, uh, but depending on the day, it depends on like how much orange juice you put in them. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I remember I worked at this place in West Hollywood that did uh, bottomless mimosas on, I think, Saturday and Sunday. Especially Ooh. Sunday, but I think Saturday too. And I would get so many requests for people to just do all champagne and then just like a spritz of orange juice. And like that wasn't allowed, <laughs> but sometimes they would do it and sometimes they wouldn't, but... Because people go crazy. Like, you had to order food to be able to qualify for the bottomless. And people would just try to only do bottomless. Yeah. Yeah, so there are loopholes. Yeah, I've been to places like that before. Like, for Temple's homecoming, sometimes I'll have, like, pop-up little brunches. But I have a friend, actually, from Temple that tells people she's allergic to orange juice. And <laughs> she tells so them. when I've been to brunch with her, we just get champagne. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells them this so that must mean it's not actually true but she found a, a, a loophole <laughs> i think the way that she words it is like i have some she has some sort of intolerance to the mm-hmm. acidity of oh, the fruit okay. sounded legit to me and i never questioned so yeah i wouldn't question that if somebody told me that i'm serving them like okay oops <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna fuck with that <laughs> right exactly Apple juice in champagne is actually really good. I think we called it like the hard morning cider because oh. it's apple juice and champagne and it actually tastes like a cider sort of a thing. It's really good. That's the one juice I don't think I've ever tried with champagne. Like I've had grapefruit, mm-hmm. peach juice, even strawberry juice, but never Ooh. apple. Yeah. I'll have to give that well, a try. Yeah, I recommend it. 
It's been like 10 years since I tried it, but it was good 10 years ago, so why wouldn't it be good now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I got a few days before I got to close up the liquor cabinet, so I got to find <laughs> me some apple juice. Yes. <laughs> Do like a whole uh, mimosa bar. I love those when I see pictures of oh, people with mimosa I, bars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mimosa bar for one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, well, getting into the episode, there's been so much drama, conflict, messiness, whatever you want to call it, especially regarding uh, the Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yep. People were even speculating that that's why we didn't get a new episode last week. Really? Is because like all this stuff came out about people attacking Garcelle's, uh, well, two of her sons specifically. Mm-hmm. The other kids were like way before that. So this round of attacks were only on Garcelle's kids. And people were saying, oh, it was Diana. People were saying it was Lisa. People were saying, I saw Erica's name being thrown in there. And yeah. uh, so everyone's just, you know, coming up with these theories. And I saw another theory that people are really leaning towards Diana being the cause of it. And that's why they had to edit the episode to make it like less Diana. I don't know. This is stuff that I'm only seeing from fans. So I don't know how legit that is. And I don't know that I believe it's one of the actual cast members doing it. Because I think, like we mentioned in the last episode, Bravo fans can get out of control. (laughs) And uh, this doesn't surprise me about Bravo fans, but it is a low. And it's... It's nasty and it's it's gutter, I would say. Definitely, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I think that something about Diana just I just don't trust mm-hmm. and rubs me the wrong way. I'm not gonna. I know she's sending out cease and desist right now, so I'm not gonna say oh, it's she her. Really? Yes, she <gasps> uploaded a picture of like eight cease and desist to different news outlets i saw dana wilkie on there uh the gawker yeah um so i'm not gonna say it was her Mm -hmm. i'm gonna just say i don't trust her completely Mm, okay yeah i'm seeing a lot of that online so um yeah we're gonna kind of dial it back on the beverly hills chat (laughs) just for this week you know just mix it up give the people that maybe don't always watch the housewives uh something to be able to be excited about because thank you to the people that do listen and don't watch Housewives. I know a few people that I talk to tell me, I still don't know who you guys are talking about, but they sound ridiculous. They sound crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, you're accurate. That's, that's very correct. That's when the support is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but again, since we branded ourselves as a pop culture phenomenon, one of my favorite things to reminisce on, and I think you can relate as a millennial, we love... Uh, what do you call okay shit i always forget my words i was gonna try really hard not to this time um (laughs) shit what is it when you i used to oh nostalgia we love Mm. nostalgia we love to reminisce on old music old shows old celebrities Mm -hmm. and uh i'm no different (laughs) so (laughs) i started listening to a new podcast from holly madison and bridget marquardt do you recognize those names I do. How do I know those names? They were two of the three girlfriends on Girls Next Door, the Playboy <gasps> reality show. <laughs> back oh from like my 2002. Gosh. Yeah. Yes. Oh my I love that show. Yes. I didn't me know they too. had a podcast, but Yeah, they I'm just listening. launched it like two weeks ago or something. Okay. 
Yes, it's really oh, good. Listening. I didn't I didn't realize how much I missed them and how much I kind of wanted them back in my life. But after listening, it's like, you know, they have like these definitive voices. So once they start talking, mm-hmm. you know exactly who's who. And um, yeah, I love the pairing of those two because I always really liked Bridget. And I felt like she was the like uh, maybe least popular on the show. I just thought she was really nice and pretty and she seemed down yeah. to earth. So I'm happy that I get to hear her again. Yeah, that's awesome. So nostalgia. I know, right? (laughs) Apparently, they're going to be watching like the old episodes and telling the audience about what was fake, what was real, and then just giving a lot of their experience in the house. Um, And apparently, there's a lot of like traumatic stories and experiences that they went through that, of course, us as the audience didn't know because... Back then, we didn't have podcasts. We didn't have social media like Instagram and yeah, all that. So it's a cool concept. I'm already listening. They're, they haven't got into the episodes yet of The Girls Next Door, but they are talking about like how they got into the house, how they got into Playboy, and being Hef's girlfriends. They already have crazy stories, and it's really good. It's called The Girls Next Level, and uh, I recommend it. Oh, writing that down yes it's good (laughs) but um that blast from the past really got me thinking about other old tv shows especially reality shows especially ones that didn't last long but left a Mm -hmm. left a memory in my soul or my head whatever (laughs) (laughs) so i'm sure did you always watch reality shows growing up yes yeah Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, we are the generation of reality TV. Like, we grew yeah. up watching it from its creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used to be ashamed to tell people, <laughs> really? like, oh, I don't I don't watch reality TV. Yeah. And then I transitioned <laughs> to, like, it's just my guilty pleasure. But now it's like, own it. Yeah. Like, this is, this is something that is very specific to our generation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've always watched it back to like the America's Next Top Model days. Yes. Like, oh, love wow. me a reality show. Me too. Uh, the Real World, I watched a little bit of. Of course, not like the really early seasons, <gasps> but I think the first season I watched was The Real World San Diego, and it had um, what like Robin and Mark and Cameron, who ended up being on Bravo. And then from there, I started watching all the challenge shows, you know, that yeah. we both love. And then I never watched like the Osbournes, though. Wasn't that like the first like documentary style reality show where it's a family? Yeah, I was just about to. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, was it the Osbournes? I didn't watch it religiously, but I did watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny story about the real world. So I've watched the real world. I don't even like. I don't know why that didn't come up just a minute ago, but I've watched The Real World pretty much since I could. I mean, the first season that I actually remember was Hawaii, but I know I watched it before then. And I, when I was in fourth grade, I went to a private Christian school. Mm-hmm. And for fourth grade, uh, they asked us what we wanted to be when we grew up. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to be on The Real World. And not only did my teacher tell the principal, (laughs) but they had a talking to with me that I shouldn't be watching that type of television. Does my mom know that I'm watching that? Mm. And do I think that Jesus would want me to 
be on the real world. <laughs> they brought Jesus into it. Oh my god! They did. They did. It was a Christian school, so they had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, no. but I was. I still wanted to go. I was right. like, I don't care. Sign me up, okay? <laughs> the minute I turn eighteen, I'm seriously. There. <laughs> Love me some real world. Yeah, I think I used to. I forget what assignment I had, but it's something similar to that where I said, I want to be either on like American Idol or on Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do I want to sell a platinum record or do I want to win Big Brother? And I think I chose winning Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is our destiny. It really Reality is. Reality TV is our thing. Yeah. It's in our blood. We were made for this. <laughs> Totally, totally. Um, but some of the funny ones that come to mind that uh, work more on the failed side, I'd say lasted <laughs> like one or two seasons. Okay, so there was a show called Sunset Tan on E! And it mm-hmm. was like just as uh, vapid as it sounds. You know, it takes place <laughs> at a, a tanning salon. And of course, it has like the workplace drama of the cast um, trying to get like the biggest celebrity clients. And if... Uh, one person was also friends with that same celebrity and they got to be the celebrity tanner, then it would cause friction. Their job would be on the line. Um. It was like, you know, it was really douchey, but I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember wanting to, uh, when I got old enough to drive over to LA and find where the sunset tan is, because they would show the plaza where it is. And I'm like, okay, I just got to remember that. You know, since I didn't have an iPhone back then. <laughs> oh, right. It's not like you could just put it in your notes and, mm-hmm. you know, go find it on your maps. You know, <laughs> I would have an actual real map, which I wouldn't know how to use. So <laughs> That lasted two seasons and premiered in 2007. So I think I just started high school. Um, so 14 years old. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, no, I had a phone. Oh, my. No, I had a flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Living Lohan. Did you hear about that show about uh, Lindsay Lohan's mom and her sister and her brothers? Yeah, but I never watched it, surprisingly, because I love her, but I never watched it. Yeah, I was definitely trying to ride the coattails of Lindsay after Mean Girls like blew up a few years. Okay. Well, it took place a few years after Mean Girls, but she was definitely like the it star back then, Lindsay. So people were just waiting yeah. for her to make an appearance in the show. And I think she might have done it like once or like it was only like on the phone. They would just call her as much as they could for, <laughs> for filming. For clout. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Dina Lohan, she's definitely a clout chaser, right? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Did you watch her on Celebrity Big Brother? No, I must have missed that season. I think it was the first season. It was like her and Brandy Glanville and um, shoot, who else was on it? Was Ross Matthews on that one? Or maybe he was on the second season. I forget. But she loves to bring up the drama from 15 plus years ago to try to make herself relevant. And <laughs> I mean, that's what these it's, like celebrity know. parents kind of do. Well, a lot of them. Not all of them, yeah. but mm. try to hold on to that fame. <laughs> one of my friends always brings up uh, NeNe Leakes. From one of the early seasons of Atlanta, I think the mm-hmm. first season, how she was talking about Lindsay Lohan's daddy or something like that. <laughs> wasn't oh Kim, yes, Kim was hanging out with her dad in one of the episodes, and he actually was in an episode of The Housewives of Atlanta, 
and uh oh shit. it's just a like a random sound bite that i don't remember but she always says it and i'm like what are you talking about and she's like how do you not know what i'm talking about I'm like oh yeah i've seen it but <laughs> i just don't remember <laughs> right yeah damn i do vaguely remember that yeah it happened huh. <laughs> also the ashley simpson show i grew up being <gasps> obsessed with ashley simpson <sighs> I love Ashley Simpson. I was just about to bring that show up. I Were love you? that show. Yes. yes. I had her album. I even tried to dress like her. Oh, my God. Loved Ashley Simpson. Was that what? With like mm-hmm. long shorts and like high top Converse or something? Suspenders? Yeah. The choker necklace. The mm-hmm. the arm warmers with the cutout fingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about those. Oh my god. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, Ashley Simpson mm-hmm. was my favorite Simpson back in 2004, 2005 era. Mhm. Cuz that show only lasted two seasons. No, but it was so good. Really? And that only album, two seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Two seasons. Huh, it feels Isn't like it? longer. I guess when you're, you know, a kid. And back then, I mean, we probably weren't, <laughs> or at least for me, I wasn't like so invested that I was waiting every week. It was kind of one of those things that, of course, I wanted the new episode, but I just saw it when it was on, you know? I think that right, was before yeah. recorded television was a thing, too. It was probably before TiVo. Oh. Do you remember Oh, TiVo? my gosh. <laughs> I do remember TiVo. Wow. Yeah, we had TiVo, and we had the one that you could even, like, burn it onto a, a blank DVD. So I would do that mm-hmm. with, again, with the challenge. I had The Inferno Season 2 on a DVD. I had Making the Band uh, Season 3 oh. on a DVD. Still have them. <laughs> I don't have a DVD <laughs> player, but I have the DVDs. <laughs> I think that's everybody. Like, we all need to collectively get some either DVD players or, like, a place that you can go, mm-hmm. rent it for a couple hours, and watch your old DVDs. Yeah. Or convert them into the damn, I don't know, digital form. Oh, that's true. Form. Like, that would be nice. Just scan this <gasps> and then turn it that. into digital. That'll be our business venture. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Even though we don't know how to do it. <laughs> oh, definitely no. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Autobiography, <sighs> Ashley Simpson, was one of my favorite albums. So good. I still listen to a lot of her music. Um, from that album especially and I got to meet her this summer she came into my work and I got to be the direct line of defense for her and uh, she was there with her husband Evan Ross love him son oh my god yes and I was more excited about like Ashley Simpson when obviously the Ross name is a lot more influential than But I think that was her mom that was with her, too. I didn't know who she was, but she was really friendly and nice. Mm-hmm. And then I Googled after the fact, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was her mom that I was talking to. Oh, wow. They were really nice. Aww. Yeah, she's gorgeous, Ashley Simpson. She is. I think she's, like, aging very well. Like, I think she's oh, yeah. looking better and better with yeah. age. Yeah. She's, like, frozen in time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love her. Um, and then I have one show that I'm literally going to give you like a dissertation about, but I want <laughs> to hear what some of the shows you really love are. <laughs> um. Okay. So the first one that comes to mind, since we're talking about reality, you know, that are not game shows. What are they called? Just like reality docu yeah, type docu-series. of shows. Mm-hmm. Jerseylicious. 
Oh my god! Wait. Did you ever heard of Jerseylicious? Yeah. Were they like salon, like hairstylists? Yes. I remember the commercials. Yes. I love <laughs> that show so much. Me and my mom used to watch it. I feel like, I mean, being so close to Jersey growing up, I think mm. I just like loved it and was definitely affected by it in my personal style. I was <laughs> literally just talking about this with my mom, how I used to get my nails like the same shape that they would. So very long, but instead of like narrow, mm. they would go out like kind of into like a triangle shape at the top. Um, and I saved a couple of them in my jewelry box to show my kids one day. Like, <laughs> look at how ugly I used to wear my nails. <laughs> and that's because that's how they wore them on Jersey Licious. Yeah. I bet you those shape will come mm -hmm. back in like a few more years, right? Don't they say every that's 20 true. years? I, mm -hmm. I hope not, though. It was so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give it till uh, 2028 and I bet you they'll be back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please, no. But we'll see. <laughs> the the snooky poof will be back too. Uh, yes, the snooky <laughs> poof that everybody wore. The heavy, heavy eyeliner. The leopard print, zebra print, cheetah print, mm -hmm. any animal print that you could yeah. find, mm -hmm. and like hot pink, hot purple. <laughs> oh my! Oh. <sighs> well, animal. Print oh my gosh! It's kind of like camo to where like it just is. If you're gonna wear it, you're gonna wear it, whether it's in style or not, right? Or like flannel, like there is a pop of flannel here and there, but people that wear flannels are just gonna wear flannels. So I always well, see this cheetahs. is true. I always but see leopard. The, I mean, cheetah or leopard with you know black pants, brown pants is fine. We were wearing it with like, it would be, I specifically remember this dress I had. It was the bottom was zebra print and the top was lime green, like <laughs> neon lime green. So like that doesn't, that doesn't compute. <laughs> I kind of like that, no? <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> I mean, to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a moment. <laughs> I just wouldn't wear it again. It's, it. I hope it's burned. I think I like donated. <laughs> I hope they burned it, and you know, there's no it's more, never coming back. No trace of it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, Jersey Licious. Jersey Licious is the first one that comes to mind. Bad Girls Club. Mm -hmm. I never watched that, but I remember when that took over. Yes, me and my friend used to sit and watch it for hours watch the same seasons over and over my favorite obviously the iconic tanisha thomas That's i ain't no sleep because of y'all <laughs> yeah i remember that name i love her and then her and her ex-husband actually got their own spinoff oh. uh i can't remember the name if it was like clive and tanisha or i don't know but his name was clive mm -hmm. um and so we watched that too that was comedic um, what else? You know what one that I really, really loved? What? Well, there were two of two couples. The first one was Ice and Coco. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Ice Loves Coco. Uh-huh. I think I watched a couple of those. And My Fair Brady. Was that Adrian Curry and mm -hmm. Pete mm -hmm. Knight or whatever? Peter Knight? Yeah, well, I don't even remember his name. Oh, Peter's I remember, his like... character name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peter Brady. Christopher. And, uh... Christopher Knight. Christopher Knight. Yeah, yes. I love those ones. Yeah, I think I watched um, that too. They ended up getting divorced yeah. on the show, didn't they? They did. No. They did. 
That's sad. And it's like so weird because like those were like age gap couples and like very normalized for the time. I feel like if it was today, people would just be talking about how gross Ice and Peter Chris are. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, those are good ones. I I watched both. Uh, I think, I don't know. I don't really mm -hmm. remember much about either one. (laughs) <laughs> but I know I watched them. Yes. Yeah. And of course, it's all on E, I think, huh? Yeah, I guess it was <laughs> all on E. Before we migrated to, I think Bravo wasn't really doing no. reality TV like that yet. <clears throat> they were doing what? I think Top Model, or not Top Model, Project Runway until it turned yeah. a lifetime for a long time. But um, they mm-hmm. had Project Runway, probably Top Chef. And I don't know what else was on there. I didn't really know about Bravo until... They had, didn't they have the millionaire match, matchmaker? Was that? Oh Bravo? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know my connection to that show, right? No, were you on it? No, yeah. I didn't tell <gasps> you that. Yeah, I was. No. On, <laughs> I was on. I think they rebranded it Million Dollar Matchmaker when it left Bravo and went to. Uh, shit, was it on TLC or was it on? I was on TLC once, and a oh, WeTV. It went to WeTV. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's when they rebranded oh it and gosh. it was on season eight. <laughs> wow. So you were like getting matched with a, oh, yeah. did you guys like go out for dates or anything? Um, shit. You know what I'm hearing? Like, especially with the podcast I was telling you about the girls next door is they're, they're saying how like it's past the terms of their NDA. And whenever you do a reality show, you have to sign, you know, all these, uh, documents, right. especially like an NDA. And I forget what the terms of my contract were but uh <laughs> so i don't want to get in trouble it okay, was a great okay. experience but i'm always um, trying to get you in trouble okay we don't no, have to <laughs> no, no, you're good but um so well i guess i can still answer your question though uh did we go on a date yeah it was like a speed date though because there were i think oh, okay i think there were 12 of us they wanted to narrow down like the actual casting um you know how like in one of the first scenes, they bring in all the people to walk in the room and she interviews them. Yeah. She wanted me to change my shoes. So I did. <laughs> and then she thought I was a little shy because I have the curse of turning really red when I get embarrassed. And in my group, there was this really hot older guy and I was like really mm-hmm. into him. And um, they wanted us to like dance. And I'm not a dancer. Like I don't dance now. <laughs> I make money moves. <laughs> So I, st- okay, I turned really red. <laughs> and uh, she thought that I might be a little too shy. So I was like, it was either me or one other person that was going to make it into like the 12 or 10 that we're going to go into a speed date. Mm-hmm. And uh, she ended up picking me. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, <laughs> we went into a speed date. And of course, they were giving us alcohol from the moment we got there. But oh, it was yeah. at like, I think my call time was 6 a.m., and we started filming at like 8, 8.30. So I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to drink. And then once we hit lunch around 12 or 1 and I made it to the, the group date, I was like, okay, I think I'll, I think I'll have a couple cocktails. So <laughs> <laughs> started in that. And yeah, it was the group date. He was going around to each little table. They put us in groups of like three at different tables. Mm-hmm. Came over to our table, talked to each one of us. Um, definitely was not my type. Like, it's not like I knew who it was. I didn't know who the person I was going to be dating was until I met him, right? Yeah, not my type. And they cut out all of my speaking scenes. So basically, I was a damn background 
uh, person. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So Why do you like that? I know. I know. I thought I had some cute little one-liners, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but I still got paid. And then we all went out afterward and had a good time. And uh, I got to get that guy's number, the older man. So, hey. Oh, yes. Get okay. that number. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was Bravo. What other shows? What other, like, what show are you watching right now that you want to convince me to watch that maybe I don't? Love Island. <laughs> Love Island. I knew it. Only the UK, though. Oh, okay. Just, just hear me out. Okay. Because like, I'm trying to get, I mean, I feel like I have, like, three friends that watch it. And then, like, there's some people, like, celebrities, of course, that watch it. And mm. I will, like, if they post it on their stories... I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, yes. But then they don't answer me because they have like a million followers. Yeah. So I need more friends that watch Love Island. And the, okay, so basically, <clears throat> have you heard anything about Love Island? Um, I know a lot the of people. The premise of the show. A lot of people around me, at least, watch it. Like people that, you know, listen to the podcast are like, when are you guys going to talk about Love Island? I love Love Island. A lot of people are like dedicated to the UK version, especially. So that must be like yes. the prime version. I feel like all I know about it is that it's a lot of like douchey guys that <laughs> will like say that uh, they're there for like a good time. They, you know, Mm -hmm. basically what I picture is like Jersey Shore when it first came out, but in the UK. So like they care about having abs, you know, looking really good, having a tan and hooking up with the hottest chick Um, (laughs) with a British accent. Well, I guess you're not completely wrong. (laughs) So basically what Love Island is, is it starts off with five girls and five guys They come into the house and they have to, it alternates each season. Like if the girls come first, uh, when the guys come in, the girls can pick the guy that they want to couple up with, what they couple up with, Mm -hmm. um, or vice versa. This season, this latest season, it was different and the public got to vote on who would couple up with who. Wow. So... Then the idea obviously is to be on this in this villa, Mm -hmm. but it's Love Island. So you have to find love and it doesn't always, you know, you're not always going to find love with the person that you're coupled up with to beginning, like Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Um, And throughout the season, more people are added to the island and some are taken away. So like this last season, they're paired up, they're getting to know one another, and like obviously you're encouraged to get to know everybody in the house, mm-hmm. not just who you're coupled up with. But then like, you know, a really hot guy will come in and all the girls are like, oh my God, it's like, I wanna crack on with him. He's super fit, we have good ba- uh, um, oh my God, yeah. Or like two girls, like we had one season, where like twin sisters came into the house oh, shit. and the guys were like oh my gosh she's proper fit i want to crack on with uh proper fit? um and yeah what is that? <laughs> like she's like she looks great like you know like she's got a good body okay um and crack on does that mean like hook up crack on means like i want to like chill with them okay you know i want to talk with them and hang out <laughs> All this lingo that I've learned. (laughs) (laughs) So throughout the show, 
they'll have recouplings. So sometimes, sometimes the number is even of guys and girls. Mm-hmm. And um, either the girls will pick or the guys will pick. And like they all have these like phones where all they can do on the phones is take pictures and get texts from producers. So it has like this noise. It's like, I got a text. And it's like, Islanders, tonight will be a recoupling. <laughs> the girls will choose the boys that they want to couple up with. Two people will be eliminated from the island. And so like they'll choose and then the other guys or the other girls will get dumped. They have challenges, but it's like really like, I mean, it's, it's kind of cringy when you think about mm-hmm. the premise yeah. and honey, if the gays did this, they would hate us. Okay. <laughs> like they wouldn't want to see it, but, um, <laughs> I like it because of the accents and it does get like steamy because like you'll be, someone will be cracking on with each other and then you'll think that they are loyal to each other. Mm-hmm. But as soon as a new girl comes in the house, his head's been turned. That's what they say. Like, oh, is your head turned? And that means basically you're looking at, Someone you know, else. a new guy or girl. Okay. So it's, and this last season was, woo. I mean, people you thought were going to be loyal to each other. It was no. messy drama. I could go on and on and on, but I love the show. I wow. refuse to watch the American one. Why? I feel like it'll be cringy. Okay. Got it. Because some of the things that people do in the house, like, it's only okay in a British accent. Okay. See, that's what I I feel like people (laughs) usually mean when they tell me that they only watch the UK. Like, a few people I spoke to recently were like, yeah, but only the UK. Or, yeah, season eight of UK (laughs) is so good. And I'm like, how many seasons are there? Jeez. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I think this last season was season eight. Okay. Yeah. Someone Mm -hmm. literally two days ago was telling me that season eight is, like, so good. And it's, like, the one to watch. If I want to get into it season eight and season three or something like that i'm like okay oh yeah i love season three season six and season eight those are the best in my opinion all right well but just be prepared i'll look it up Mm -hmm. uh i'll give you those off offline um (laughs) (laughs) but be prepared each season is like 40 to 50 episodes Oh, oh yeah, because didn't you tell me that it's like the <laughs> format of like Big Brother where it's on like multiple yeah. times a week and like you're watching them in real time, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, why do they well, do that in Well, not in like time? real time. Like not in real time like they have like the bro- Big Brother cam, but yeah. there's like a new episode like I think like a day or two after it happened in the island, like very, very quick yeah. uh, airtime. I think they do that so because like they're isolated on the island and I guess it's just a way of number one. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know if they do like RuPaul. Are people voting on a lot of things? Oh, that's why. Yes. Okay. Yes. They vote. I've never watched it like because I have to wait a few days, Mm, um, obviously, because it's illegal. Um, (laughs) But yes, they do vote. The public votes. Okay. That makes sense. And Mm -hmm. why it's, yeah why it's a quick turnaround well love island i mean so many people love that yeah yeah and the, the public can vote on like their favorite couple or you know their favorite girl or favorite guy it all depends on you know what the guy hollers out at the end of the show so it's really good very juicy and unpredictable oh okay well i might check it out i might i think <laughs> i ran out of stuff to watch like i binge watch so much and I got through, like, mm-hmm. two or three really good shows that I had been waiting for, and I just blew through them. And I'm like, fuck, why did I do that, you know? <laughs> right. Like, uh, 
Never Have I Ever. I love that show. Season three came out. I watched it in like two days. Um, and then the new Pretty Little Liars. Oh my god, so good. I love Pretty Little Liars. Oh. This one, it's it's very similar to the other one. Like they made it sound like it was going to be crazy because it's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is crazy, but it still has the same like young feel to it. It's really good. Can't wait for season yeah. two. But one show I want to convince you to watch is from 2012. <laughs> so okay. it's a little bit older. <laughs> and oh my God, it's so up your alley. A few weeks ago, we talked about musicals and anti-mame and how I just am not exposed to a lot of musicals. But <laughs> Catherine McPhee is one of my favorite voices ever. When she was on American Idol, I voted like a hundred times for her to win. And when she didn't win, I threw my flip phone at the wall. I was so mad. Yeah, I was so mad. She didn't win. But um, I followed her to this show called Smash and is executive produced by Steven Spielberg himself. (gasps) Yeah. No way. Are you kidding me? No, for sure. Wow. Yeah. So I think it's the first TV series he's ever worked on. Or there was some like accolade that they kept pushing, and they aired the um the trailer and like the you know like a extended preview, not like actual mm-hmm. scenes, but just like a feel of what the show was going to be during the Super Bowl that year. So that's why wow. it had like the biggest premiere on an NBC show in like forever. Wow. Uh, but it's led by Catherine McPhee, Megan Hilty, who I guess is really big in the Broadway world. I think she was on Wicked. She might have been Glinda or something. And um, okay. Leslie Odom Jr., who I guess was in Hamilton. That's your show, right? Or your, yes. your show, movie. I don't freaking know. Your musical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my jam. It's your jam. Okay. <laughs> And then Deborah Messing, who I love from Will and Grace. Love her, yeah. And Angelica Houston, who I knew her from The Witches. Um, that's kind of all I knew her from, but I know she's done a lot more. Okay. Yeah, and they had guest wow. appearances by Jennifer Hudson and Uma Thurman. It's like a crazy... Wow. It's a big show, and it has like a big feel to it. It gives you like, um, oh, hello. The main point of it is that they're making a musical about Marilyn Monroe's life. Okay. And so Catherine McPhee and Megan Hilty are the two going up for the part of uh, Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have like the sleazy casting director who um, they both feel like they kind of have to like sleep with to get the role. So Ooh, Megan Hilty's character is already kind of connected with him. They worked on something before. And again, this is a scripted mm-hmm. show. So the storyline is that they've already worked together on something. Catherine McPhee's like this brand new. I think she was a waitress and she got the audition, which was huge. And then he kept hitting on Catherine McPhee because he didn't know who she was. And she felt like she had to give in. The music on this show is just so amazing. Of course, Catherine McVie, you like her, right? Like, you like her voice? I do. I love her. Her voice is just so amazing. So mm-hmm. picturing all the songs that that she can do are just incredible, you know? For sure. All the music on the show, original scoring. I guess it's two well-known, um, like, Broadway writers. I don't know who they are, so okay. I didn't write the names down. But it's really, really good. I definitely suggest you watch it. I think you would for sure like it. 
Season two got a little uh, off track. I think Steven Spielberg left for season two. Um, okay. There was some issue with with what was going to happen to it, and that's why it felt different. But season one is just such a gem. I mean, season two is good too, but season one is like incredible. And I suggest you watch it. Oh my gosh. Yes. How, like, did I live under a rock in 2012? Like, how, oh, you know what it was? What? I think I missed a lot of shows. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't have cable. Yeah. And that was before, like, streaming services or, like, yeah. So how would I have known? Yeah. You would have wow. had to purchase each episode on uh, iTunes. <laughs> oh my gosh, Remember on that? iTunes! Yeah, yes. $1.29. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so I need to watch this before yes. school starts. Was it like a lot of episodes in each season, or I think you, do you remember? It might be more than I remember. Yeah, it might be like sixteen episodes or something like that. But oh, honestly, okay. worth it. So worth it. I'm up so for a challenge. It. Yeah. I mean, if it's like a musical, I could just watch it in a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, obsessed I love with it. it. I love, um, especially, I, there's so many songs. Like, I'm a karaoke guy. I love karaoke. We mm-hmm. talked about this last week in the Tesla karaoke. I need it now. <laughs> I do this a lot. Like, um, there's this local gay bar here uh, that does karaoke on Wednesdays. And one of my friends, he said in, he, I inspired him to sing karaoke. He always wanted to. He never did. I met him that day. He saw me sing, and he was friends with one of my friends. So now we always connect to go sing karaoke. Not every week oh, or anything. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, we love it. We, we, you know, test our limits of what we can do with our voices. <laughs> and so I love. I ago, think karaoke is so great for that. It really is, right? Because it's supposed to be mm-hmm. fun. Like you don't have to take it seriously, right? But I take mm-hmm. it very seriously. <laughs> yeah so last time i went to karaoke i uh was playing a lot of the smash soundtrack in my car and i'm like oh my god let me find the the karaoke versions and i was like belting in there and i'm like okay you know what i'm gonna go sing karaoke tonight (laughs) so one of the lead songs inspired a game i want to play with you oh okay it's just the title of the game it's not a musical game but the title Aww. of the game. I know I should have. Huh? It was really hard. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to like make a game to tie in with everything. So this is called "Let Me Be Your Star," and that oh, is like okay. You know how every big movie that has music in it um, has like that one big song, like "Let It Go," mm-hmm. "Over the Rainbow," "Oh Moana," "How Far I'll Go." Oh, oh yeah, I love that song. It makes me sentimental because my niece loves it so much. My firstborn niece. Aww. And so yeah, I'll like sing it in the car and I'll get like emotional. I'm like, what the fuck? It's Moana. Like, what is? I know. What's going on? <laughs> it does that to you though. It does. Yeah, I just think of my little niece Catalina. <laughs> but for this game, you are now the casting director for some upcoming productions and i want to see who you choose for each starring role okay this is like my dream job i'm so excited (laughs) yes these are iconic movies at least in my heart they are and i want to see your new vision for these iconic characters okay let's start with number one mrs george is the cool mom of mean girl regina in mean girls Yes. Are you casting 
Sonia Morgan from New York or Lisa Rinna from Beverly Hills. I picked all actors from The Housewives, by the way. You said Sonia Morgan from New York? Mm-hmm. Or Lisa Rinna? I mean, I oh, don't know New York, one. but doesn't Sonia do like a cabaret or something? She she does the cabaret with uh, Luann de Lesseps. Okay, I this is really hard because they both give me like pick me mom vibes but yeah. i'm going to go with sonia only because amy poehler did such a great job of being like over the top but also quirky and mm-hmm. ditzy all in one yeah and i think like lisa renna is a little too smart and like level-headed for the, well not level-headed but <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. i think sonia morgan it's it would come more naturally because like that's probably like a lot more in line with who she is and i think she would be a great mrs george okay i want to see it i'm done sign me mm-hmm. up <laughs> <laughs> number two miranda Priestley is the editor-in-chief <sighs> with impossibly high expectations at a high fashion magazine are you casting heather dubrow from orange county or nene leaks formerly from atlanta what you mean? I can't play Miranda Priestly. <laughs> These um, will be your understudies. Okay, okay. Uh, hmm. So you have two different That's vibes. That's a really tough right? one. I thought Heather Dubro kind of gives you that. You know, she would probably try to mimic what uh, Meryl Streep did, right. and Nene Leakes would give you like her own version. Like she would give you the Nene version of it. Right. So, um, you, have, you know. Which way do you want to go? I'm going to, even though I think Nini would bring something very new mm-hmm. to the character, uh, I don't know if we're ready to see that yet. Okay. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go with Heather because okay. I feel like Nini would inevitably make Miranda Priestly too personable and she's not supposed to be personable. Okay. I think Heather Dubrow would would do she would be a little more stern a little more like rigid oh i can't stand her yeah a little more rigid Mm -hmm. all right i like that number three storm is a pillar of the x-men's line of defense she's Mm. as striking as she is lethal are you casting kenya moore from atlanta or garcelle beauvais from beverly hills Oh my gosh, this is a really hard one. Um, Storm is so badass. I know, I know. And freaking Halle Berry, like gorgeous, stunning icon. Right, I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to go with Kenya, only because I think Kenya. Garcelle is too... Um, nice. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think she's too nice. I'm going to go with Kenya. And Kenya has those piercing, beautiful eyes yeah. also. Um, I think she would she would do a good storm. Yes, I would love to see it. Yes, mm-hmm. I know. I chose people that I'm okay either way. By the way, so it's fun to hear <laughs> what you choose because I'm down for either one for all of these. <laughs> I love it. Okay, these are three good movies I'm seeing already. Yes. Uh, number four, Paulette Bonafonte is the loyal manicurist and confidant. Of Elle Woods. She can bend, snap, and steal the show. <laughs> Are you casting Erica Jane or Cynthia Bailey? Hmm. This is another one of those where I'm like, okay, are we going to mimic the old or create a new? 
I, yeah, I think I'm going to choose Cynthia. Okay. Because with that donkey booty, who doesn't want to see her bend and snap, honey? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> donkey booty. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yes. Even though I think that was like Phaedra, right? But yeah. still, Cynthia is gorgeous. And I think she's also like uh, way more personable than mm-hmm. Erica. And mm-hmm. she could like give us that like warm, warm approach that the character mm-hmm. needs. Yeah. Because doesn't she start mm-hmm. out a little bit timid and then she kind of gains more yeah. confidence hanging out with Elle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Cynthia could do both, I think, a little bit better. For sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I like that. And the final production. Oh, Lord, it's over this already? is close to my soul. I know, right? <laughs> oh, iconic, iconic. Cinderella's fairy godmother sings her way into <gasps> our hearts and turns a royal orphan into a princess. And this is the Rodgers and Hammerstein version. Okay. With Brandy. Right. Are you choosing Candy Burris or Drew Sedora? That's all I get to choose from? Yes. Okay. I did not know Drew Sedora could sing like that. She can sing. Did you see that episode? Yeah. I could not. Her voice is beautiful. I did not know she could sing. Yeah. She could sing very well. And I think because... I hate to do this to Candy because I really, (laughs) really do love Candy. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't want to hear you sing, girl. We just want you to write the songs. I'm going... And please don't come for me, y'all. I love candy. I literally love candy so much. Yes. But we need the vocals for that role. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to go with Drew. Yeah. This is the one that I think was tilted, I think, for me, too. Because Drew Sedora, again, her voice is amazing. I think she's been acting a little bit longer than candy. Both can act. That's for sure. But um Right. I yeah, mean I maybe we too. could do what J Lo did with Ashanti's voice and just have Candy play the role and Drew's voice for the songs. Wait, what is this? J Lo and Ashanti for what? Uh one of those J- uh Ja Rule songs. Haven't you heard what? about that like no. debacle? And some of those songs how like it's actually Ashanti's voice, but J Lo is credited it's like her song. Yeah, I don't know if this what? is true or not, but that's what the streets are are saying. <laughs> I've never heard that. I'm gonna do a deep dive after this. No. <laughs> I yes, I mean, again, this is all alleged. Yeah, but um, I mean, I think it worked in J Lo's favor, so it could work in Candy's favor. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what an iconic role, though. <laughs> Who could ever... No one can replace Whitney Houston. That's just a, that's just a fact. That's true. Like, people have amazing I voices. I mean, maybe... Great. Who? Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce's iconic. I mean, that would just be a, a Beyonce film. You know, any film that she's in, it becomes a Beyonce film. That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, in, like, 20... Or maybe, like, even 10 years, like, Beyonce will be, like... You know, an elder officially. <laughs> an elder. Um, and I think she could, she could definitely do that role. Yeah. Oh my God, those songs from that movie, the sweetest sound. Yeah. I still sing in my head every day. <laughs> every day. Literally, almost every day. Yeah. I'll even like do a voice I memo love it. on my phone and like try to push myself to sing it really well. You know. As you should. I know that's right. Get that yeah. vocal exercise, boo. I know. 
The sweetest sound. In my own little corner. Impossible. 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 <laughs> so good. And oh I my gosh, see, I love it. Right? Um, remember like a few years ago when Nene Leakes was starring on Broadway alongside Kiki yes. Palmer? Yes. In the Rodgers and Hammerstein version? Oh. We never got to see it because it's like if you don't go to see it in the theater, you can't watch it. Yeah. We really missed out on that. Unless you we got did. to go see it. And I, I didn't. <sighs> that would have been amazing. Yeah. Because Kiki Palmer Well, maybe can they'll do too. a revival. Yeah. She can sing. Kiki Palmer can do everything. Yeah, I saw can. a note, by the way, this weekend. Uh, I was mm-hmm. waiting. Yes. Okay. What did you think? So good. So I good. mean, wouldn't expect anything else from Jordan Peele, who was weirdly in my dream last night. Oh. But amazing like i i think he will become one of the greatest filmmakers of our time yeah kiki did amazing daniel kaluuya amazing Mm -hmm. uh just the whole premise and plot of the movie is something that we've never really seen before and i love how jordan peele gives us movies that really make you think Mm -hmm. like what does this mean like if you just watch it walk out the theater never think about it again yeah like i've heard people that didn't really care for it Mm -hmm. it's like you're not thinking (laughs) you're not your wheels aren't turning yeah um it was great it was beautifully done love it gonna watch it like six more times oh okay yeah i need to see it again i saw it uh, a few weeks ago when my friend was in town and of course i went to the movie theater to see it get the full effect Mm -hmm. so and i tell you like seriously the whole entire time i had in the back of my head what you said about how it's probably going to be about like no non-gmos in your food or something and i'm like (laughs) oh my god i feel like she like predicted it so i was waiting for it to be something like that to where Mm -hmm. it ends up being like a hidden uh you know villain in the movie and then it didn't happen and like full disclosure it didn't happen what you don't think it happened the non-gmos definitely did in your food no not the non-gmos but it was it was different i I mean it was a different villain yeah but i literally (laughs) i literally took that i'm being literal with you like i actually thought (laughs) yeah i thought you were gonna be spot on i'm like oh my god she called it wouldn't that be crazy yeah yeah (laughs) um and and i'm gonna be honest you know i have no shame in my game like it's not gonna hurt my feelings but I I think I am one of those people that just I don't know how to like think complicated with um, some of the scenarios. Yeah. So I didn't understand what was happening at the very end. I liked it. I liked probably eighty five percent of it, and then towards the end, I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening anymore. And then I don't want to give it away to people because it's it's been like a month now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a reveal, so. Uh, I won't say exactly what happens, but I didn't understand what was happening at the end. I had to read an article uh, once I got home about what it was. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, now I get it. Like, shit. Yeah. Because, yeah, there was mm-hmm. something something that didn't look right in my casual eye, in my basic eyes. And I had to read an elaboration on it. And now I get it. And now it makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, but that's why he's so good. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole time I was thinking, I was looking for twists and stuff. So I, I was wondering, oh, my God, the main character, Daniel Kaluuya's character. I thought 
he's a little too like chill about everything like he doesn't mm -hmm. have big reactions i wonder if it's gonna end up being like him or something <laughs> yeah yeah and i won't confirm or deny if it was but that was my theory for a lot of the movie <laughs> yeah no spoilers, no spoilers but everybody should see it it was really great yes i loved the uh the fries tech the technician i think his name was angel oh yeah 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 he was so cool. he was great which they didn't use him in the promo i'm like he needed a little more shine because yeah. i had no clue he was gonna be in it um but yeah i liked him too he was great he was fun he totally seems mm -hmm. like someone that i would have grown up with that's what i was telling my friend she's like yeah he totally looks like someone we went to high school with like absolutely <laughs> that's like how people dress around here where i'm from <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> Everyone wears that bands too and funny. long socks and, like, skater mm. shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess California. <laughs> yeah. yeah, little little suburbs. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love that you brought that up. That was, like, my last point on the outline here. Oh, I've seen Nope. I know. Yes. And I'm glad you mm -hmm. saw it because you weren't sure how long you were going to have to wait to see it. So I'm glad. No. I, I My bootlegger site came through. I was able to pull it up on the TV, yes. um, and so all was well. Yes. Did Aaron watch it too? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we had a little movie night, watched it, and both loved it, both ready to watch again. Okay. Um, and, like, also we both have, like, that background of, like, they worked in, like, film and editing for a long time, and then I went to Temple for Media Theory, so, like, we get to, like, share that common interest and, like... Yes. They could see things that I can't see. I could see things they can't see. So it was, mm -hmm. it was great. Ooh, professionals. Mm -hmm. See, you have a much more sophisticated <laughs> eye than I do. I'm used to watching freaking Charlie's Angels and. <laughs> oh my gosh, I you love know, Charlie's that's Angels. That's my favorite though. movie of all time. Charlie's Angels too. Full really? throttle. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that one too. I like the first one better, but. <laughs> See, how, but you don't really have to think too hard, right? That's totally my vibe. Right, yeah, yeah. I like those ones too, though, for yeah. sure. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yes. So that was our episode of, um, I mean, not really Housewives, right? We kind of, we, I included them in the game. <laughs> yes, so they don't feel left out. Yeah, not left out. <laughs> and uh, maybe next week we can review what's been going on in Beverly Hills because we're finally getting the new episode tonight as of recording yeah. this. Yeah. And Which is the Aspen episode. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. So they really, so they get to Aspen. Yep. That's what the streets are saying. I hear that things get like wild. Like some of the favorites say crazy things to maybe they're not going to be favorites anymore. Yeah. We'll I think we've all been waiting for this one. So uh -huh. we will come back and share our opinion next yes. week for show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Um, so everybody, thank you for listening this week. I'm excited to come back next week with some Bravo news and reviews. Ooh. And, uh, <laughs> keep subscribing, rating, reviewing, check out our Instagram at do you love it pod. I'm trying to post more content through a couple. I, oh, I threw a preview of the episode tonight of Beverly Hills. So if you don't know, you can go look and it's like a two minute video of a scene. I so, want you to look at that. Checking out everybody. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.